Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Marvel Television is dead. Long live Marvel Television! That's right, the the official Marvel Television show branch is done, but there's going to be more TV. We're going to break all all that down today on Marvel News, and we're going to talk about the best and worst that came out of Jeff Loeb's brainchild. Let's talk about it on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Marvel Movie News here on the Popcorn Talk Network. I hope you enjoyed my rambling intro to today's show. Uh, I'm excited for today's show. Not only do we have the whole panel back, Zia's back from her under undercover missions. It was very undercovery, very Christmassy. There were marshmallows. That's it's, all I'll say. It's not very <laughs> undercover when you keep posting about it I on did Instagram post about stories. It on Instagram. They had free I didn't do it, but they had free roast own marshmallows, you guys. Wherever you were undercover, they had great sandwiches. They I don't great sandwiches. know what that is, but we have a lot of Marvel <laughs> stuff to talk about today. I'm Zach Wilson. That was Zia Anderson. Christian Blatt's here. Hey, look, it's me. And we have a special guest in the room with us today. Hey. Hello. Hey. Welcome back to the podcast. You haven't been here in a while, yeah. but it's our great friend, Yael Teagle. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. She's wearing the coolest shirt ever. I'm I just wearing, have to point it out. Look at that. It's Wolverine. It says X-Men. There's a mic in front of it. If you're watching, you can't see it. This is the X-Men side. I'm wearing my Xavier's Institute hat. Yeah. It says Westchester County on the side, which makes me happy. <laughs> the best, Chester. In the house. Never. No, I'm from Westchester. Never I just say love that. saying that because you get so annoyed. She knows you don't like it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, we've got a ton of stuff to talk about today because CCXP uh, was this weekend. So while there wasn't a ton of news, Kevin Feige did drop some interesting tidbits on us about some of the features, as well as we got some first looks at stills from upcoming Disney Plus shows. We're going to talk about all that. But first, our main topic is the slow the the slow like train <laughs> <laughs> the slow train roll of death has finally taken Marvel Television uh, the division of Marvel Entertainment that was overseen by Jeff Loeb for uh, so many years mm-hmm. uh, we knew this was coming because Jeff Loeb was out and Kevin Feige was in but they officially merged Marvel Television with Marvel Studios so it's all under one branch now. Uh, obviously being headed up by Kevin Feige. And uh, layoffs, unfortunately, are expected uh, to come down. Uh, two dozen people are going to lose their job. And uh, oh, it's not going to be anyone that uh, most of us know the name of. It's probably people just like no, us who but... would have killed to have those jobs. Oh. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, so I, I, I think it's always worth pointing out because like when it's exciting, like, oh, my God, Feige's going to be in charge of television. It's like the Fox merger. It's like even people at Disney lost their job because of that. So yeah. just always remember that there are those people that it's like, oh, yeah, I'm super excited about Kevin Feige coming over. Would you like my resume? <laughs> yeah, look, look, Kevin Feige. Uh, I I think he her, he earned this spot. He Absolutely, proved that he, he should be, yeah. and it, he should be in charge of it. And there is a, a just there's logic for having everything under one guiding vision, so that you don't have like five different people trying to do the same thing. Which is what happened with the it's all connected after Joss Whedon left. All of it sort of splintered. Uh, but I, I will say though, Jeff Loeb had a. He had a very clear vision of what was happening with TV. Yes, uh, he did. But but that was the problem is like it was him (laughs) under Ike Perlmutter and Kevin Feige who who like could not get along with Ike Perlmutter for good reasons. I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying I I think Jeff Loeb deserves some appreciation for what he built and and what he well that's part of what we're going to do today. Really good stuff. Like we got some really really good stuff and we got some not so good stuff. Well, we're going to do today's (laughs) today's all about eulogizing Marvel television (laughs) because they did like look here's the thing like there are some missteps but as far as a TV studio goes. Every TV studio, any production company has hits and missed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm-hmm. That's part of entertainment. Entertainment is not a perfect. You can't win them all. It's impossible. It's the true. fact, like the fact that Marvel Studios has done so well, is the outlier. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing that they have been able to have. And yeah, you could argue like people have their favorites, people have their their misses, but like. Thor the Dark World has its defenders, Zia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it also made a ton of money, though. So, it did. You know, it, so it, it was hugely successful. No yeah. flops out of Marvel yeah. Studios. But Marvel Studios doesn't have X-Men Origins Wolverine. Marvel Studios doesn't true. have the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. You know, oh. they don't have that level of failure. In there. True. But yeah. I wanted to make sure that we got time to remember the best and worst Marvel Marvel television has brought us. And chat, you guys, let us know what your favorites were. So, Christian, why don't we start with you? I'm going to go to the other side of the table. Yeah, so if you want to start with favorites... But uh, yes, best. We're going to start uh, with yeah, the positives. Start, start good. Yeah, uh, I think that over it too soon. Uh, there isn't any of it that I didn't enjoy on some level. Uh, even stuff that uh, the rest of the panel will talk about they didn't like. I, I didn't love everything. But even stuff that wasn't great, there was still something about it. And a lot of times it's like... You know what? I like seeing this character uh, on screen, interacting with other characters. But uh, for me, I was thinking about it. I was going to say Daredevil Season 1, but then I just remembered how much I and we as part of the uh, Daredevil After Show panel, and Zach, you were there with us, how much I loved Season 3. And I think yeah. it really peaked there for me. And honestly, it has been such a quick decline after that because everything's really gone away since then. But uh, so I think to me, it's sort of all built up to this great third season of Daredevil, which, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to get more of at least that iteration of Daredevil, you know, uh, uh, a 13-episode-a-year a Netflix series. So... That's uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, the, uh, the like Netflix obviously a yeah. big part of that change. Sure, uh, Zia, what about you? Um, I didn't go by season, but I did have three shows that like immediately jumped to mind. It was obviously Daredevil because it was just it was just so good, and that was the first one that you watched too. Yeah, I yeah. had somebody recommended it to me. They were like, "That's actually, they actually did a really good job," and I was like, "Okay, cool." I mean, I was going to watch it anyway. Especially because Charlie Cox, I remember him from Boardwalk Empire. And I was like, oh, I like that guy. So it was like kind of exciting to see him in another role. Yeah, it, that's the thing about Daredevil, though. Daredevil, remember what Daredevil was in everyone's mind before... You mean Ben Affleck? Charlie ben. Cox? <laughs> before the Netflix? Yeah, that was, Daredevil yeah. was a joke. Yeah, He was of a course. joke of a character. This show completely turned that around. Mm-hmm. Like, it completely did. You forget that. Yeah. Because we've got, been with this, ver- with this version of Daredevil for so many years now. <laughs> He was a silly joke about a guy who, like, could sense you if you stood in the rain. (laughs) Daredevil was such a joke that the entire Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise is built on being a parody of Daredevil. You know, I mean, if you look at their origin, it's like they were there, too, when that truck hit Daredevil. And it's like, whoops, now we got stuff, too. So, yeah, it's a, a character that really wasn't taken seriously but you know i mean it's not that hard to dig around and find some some great great runs in the comic uh but then some really bad ones too so the fact that we got this show that's why for me it was like it it was a no-brainer to go with daredevil yeah uh it just i I just happened to pick my favorite season and it's literally the first taste we got of it um but following up with that the punisher was definitely another Mm. one of my favorites of all of those marvel shows it was uh daredevil and the punisher i love the most and then i have to throw in legion because i Love Legion. Yeah. It was so good. And if we're going season, season one and season three, I think were my favorites. I of still, Legion. yes, I still remember the rap battle. The rap battle. I just was really love the rap so, battle. Oh my so funny. My, yeah, minor. We should say minor spoilers for the stuff that's aired. Uh, I don't know if Legion three has made it everywhere in the world. So. Fair Sorry, warning. guys. Oh. Fair warning. I mean, I, I, we I talked about it a lot. Knowing that our rap battle exists yeah. doesn't no, mean nothing. No, but I'm, I'm letting people know ahead of time. That, like, if we're, <laughs> but it was a great season. Yeah. Season uh, was really Legion, good. like, yell, yeah, you watch it because you're an, a huge X-Men fan. I am. Legion was, oh, amazing. De- uh, season one for sure. I personally did not enjoy uh, the se- the story of season three 
and season and the end of season two. Tell me more, Guys. Daddy. Um, <laughs> oh God, I didn't like this the story, but I yeah. did enjoy watching the show because oh Legion. So if you if you've never seen it, it's not the kind of show you can play on your phone while it's on. You have to actually watch it and pay attention, and and it's so complicated and beautiful. We, and we talked about this on the Legion After Show, which yeah. uh, which we were all on at different yes. times. Yeah, uh, my wife just couldn't watch it anymore. She's just like, I, I just can't. You just watch it without me, and I'm like, I got it. It's not for everybody, but for right. those of us that liked it, it was amazing. It yeah. was insane. It was mind bending. It literally bent my mind. Yes, um, I that that's. While we're you, I was like, you know, you tell your favorite stories about the person that you lost. <laughs> um, but my favorite story with Legion was because Christian and I were interviewing Chris Claremont, mm-hmm. uh, which you can see uh, if you go back in our feed about Le- the beginning of Legion, Legion season three and some of the other stuff that he's worked on and was working towards. Uh, but I was so behind on Legion and I needed to catch up. I had like a season and a half to watch to get ready for that interview. So in two or three days, I watched two full seasons of Legion. Oh, which is not the way to do it. Which, wow. like, and I, like, occasionally I would, like, take naps in between episodes. <laughs> like, I gotta which rest only my brain. Added, but I, that's, I was gonna rest. But the fact that I was sleeping and then going back into it meant that I dreamed about Legion, <laughs> which, for a show that, like, basically lives in a dream state, broke my brain for a couple days, and I thought I was walking through not reality. Uh, speak, not, not literally. literally. Speaking of Chris Claremont, uh, uh, I'll be uh, speaking with him again at the end of next week uh, about the finale of Legion, but also uh, a 80th anniversary issue of New Mutants that he and Bill Sienkiewicz did. So uh, we'll plug that again next week. But awesome. It came up. I wasn't even ready to plug it, but here Christian is with a perfectly plugged <laughs> have a, event. Oh, you always be plugging. It's almost <laughs> like we're psychic. Well, well, this whole show is taking place on the astral plane. So it's fine. <laughs> Other shows uh, I yeah. love. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Legion, great show. Legion was amazing. Yeah, what what stands out to you? Um, definitely Jessica Jones. Uh, oh, yeah. That first season, I I loved Daredevil, but then I went, oh no, yeah. this is. I loved it more. Um, that, that of the <laughs> Netflix shows, that's the one where I watched ten the first day. I was just wow. like, I'm going to keep watching. Yeah, and I had a I had a small infant in the house. And I'm like, ah, he's not going to notice anything. He'll be fine. Yeah. He still hears Kilgrave's voice in his head. But other than that, I I also will say I know that you know to get us away from the. I feel like these are the premium shows. Sure. I will say, Shield had its moments. I, would, I, I it's like, let me. <laughs> sorry, I just the second starting at the second half of the first season, it's it got great. And then it lost its way a couple, you know, a few seasons a few in times. there. A few but, times. But then yeah. in the last, the last season that aired, and I'm assuming where we're going with the final season, they've really been like, you know what? We, we have nothing to lose. And they're really going for it. And it's so fun now. Yeah. Um, so I, there's so much, there, there's so much to be said. And, and I think S.H.I.E.L.D. definitely deserves it's you know yeah. it was where's, the where's first. My boy? There's, there, there he is. is. There's, yeah, there's Coulson. It was I the, Coulson the first show that was connected to the the cinematic universe. Barely, uh, but it was. It was a season especially to the first two seasons. Yeah, that's true. Were and that's that's why I say it really. The it's all connected went away when Joss Whedon went away because exactly. that was the main. He was the main thing connected because you obviously you had Jed Whedon running mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. while you had Joss Whedon running the Avengers. So through Ultron, you had these little interconnected parts. It wasn't as like intimate as you might want. You didn't no, get but you, you had Sam May. Jackson, yeah. you know, you had Colby Smulders. Exactly. You had Stan Lee also. But, you know, yeah, you had the, the cameos that made it feel connected. And then, you're right, once they went away, it was like, yeah, I don't even know if this is really happening. But that said, I... I again, to defend Jeff Loeb, like, he did intentionally try... And and there very clearly was he has said multiple times that between the the last season that aired took place a year before uh, Infinity War like he very much is is aware of what's happening and is trying to keep it as connected as possible or it's a year before Endgame it would have to they mention they in season the end of season five they mention they... what's happening in New York but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the same thing. <laughs> There's a lot happening in New York. Especially specifically because um, the snap doesn't affect um, Shield. So it has to be before the snap. Okay. 
That's a great point because otherwise that would be that'd be a really hard thing to pull off. They'd be like, "Oh, some people just disappeared. Where'd but, they go?" But none of us did. Oh. To We're be all fair, fine. I had suggested that every show. This was crazy, but I suggested this. Every show introduces a character at some point a year before. Uh, Infinity War, just to have them disappear. So you and then they just don't say anything you about it. They're every, like, oh, and they're gone. You wanted every show to bring in Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch? <laughs> you heard me. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that we're on the same page. Uh, just to kill them <laughs> off. But, yeah, I, look, it's, <laughs> it's no secret from our audience, I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm shocked. <laughs> but um, you're not going to go with the other agent? I'm getting there, yell. She's she's stealing all the stuff. The other agent's getting some love in the chat, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know I'm going to talk about Peggy, guys. Come on. I couldn't believe it. Um, But I was going to start. We're we're, we're talking about Agents of (laughs) S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like, was one of, when I was hosting on After Buzz, it was one of the first shows that I really jumped on. Not the first, but like one of the first. Ouch. Grim wasn't the first either. Um, Ouch. <laughs> oh, I hope it was Sleepy Hollow. No, it was almost human. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> quality. Quality stuff. Um, but, I, like, I lived and breathed that show for so many years, <laughs> and I love what they did. Like, the season one, when they hit that reveal mm-hmm. around Winter Soldier, was so perfect. Yep. And, yeah, now that they're going just balls to the wall insane, yep. uh, they're just having fun. And you can see that they're having fun. Uh it's by the way, uh, we didn't actually say this, but season seven of Agents of Shield will absolutely air. They are going to finish it, of course. I mean, they some, have they, some they people seem shooting to, it. Yeah, yeah, some people seem to think like, oh, Marvel Television's dead. Is Agents of Shield season seven ever going to air? No, they're, of course it's going to. They air. are. Yeah, was, were these the same websites that said that Dark Phoenix wasn't going to come out? <laughs> they might have been right about New Mutants, <laughs> right? But Dark Phoenix did come out. Just but in just case in case notice. people were worried, yes. Mar- yes. they yes, are going. To absolutely finish Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, as well as all four of the Hulu animated shows that are currently in production, and Hellstrom. I'll believe that when I see it. Well, that was one of the things that they confirmed, is that these things (laughs) will be finished. Mm -hmm. Whether they tie directly into, whether Hellstrom ties directly into the MCU or not, we'll have to wait and see. The animated shows, obviously one of them has a, a, a uh, Dazzler and Tigra have a... uh, Big hurdle to go on before they ever reach air. You mean that all the scripts have been thrown out and all the writers have been fired? What's the hurdle? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just yeah, get, it's fine. Don't get Donald Glover and right <laughs> into the deck. That's how TV um, works. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but don't hear about it as much. Agents of Shield really just like it set a tone for like how you can do a cross-platform storytelling idea. And like, look, they were they had to at a certain point start just reacting. To things they couldn't anticipate the way they did. They had the episode cleaning up Thor: The Dark World, mm-hmm. and the and all the lead up. If you watch Agents of Shield, was it season two or three that tied into Ultron? It was the guy, right? We meet the guy who was then on the um, sub uh, on the in the Hell Carrier. Like we see where the Hell Carrier in Ultron comes from. Right. It doesn't just show up out of nowhere. There was a whole thing that had to happen to get it there involving a bunch of twins played by Patton Oswalt. Yes. It was great. Um, But I could talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all day. Ghost Rider. We got to talk about Ghost Rider. Yeah. Do we? Yes, we do. That was one of the best sequence, that's the best like arcs in the show. Sure, yeah. Those eight episodes are the best (laughs) part of that season. That's so funny. I've heard such conflicting things. Well, yeah, because then the framework made me want to go into the framework so I could kill myself every time an episode (laughs) set in the goddamn framework here. I will will agree with you that the framework was a bit of a weird uh, turn, but Ghost Rider was, I love the portrayal of Robbie Reyes. Uh, I think that Gabriel Luna was perfect casting. Yeah, you would have think that they should have given him his own show, but no, oh well. I still, part of me <laughs> still hopes that they, they, they cancel that because they're going to give him a movie. I, uh, yeah, that, that's actually what I expect. The, I, I, well, let me rephrase. I, I am almost 100% sure, I'm like 95% sure that they canceled that show because Kevin Feige wants to make a Ghost Rider movie. Great. I hope that they're going to do it with Gabriel Luna and Robbie Reyes. Well, and also 
but I think that they should somehow find a way to throw in um, Johnny, Johnny Blaze. Blaze in there. My dream, but, yeah. my dream, where they bring Nick Cage about in. This, but yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. That, yeah, I don't know if you've heard this. This is my current dream right now. You're, you're familiar with my absurd fantasies that I will <laughs> yes. never stop talking about. <laughs> yes. um, right now, I want a Ghost Rider movie where Nick Cage comes back as Johnny Blaze to mentor Robbie Reyes in the ways of being a Ghost Rider. I would be okay with a cameo, and that's it. <laughs> that's all I need. To he see. may arrive. He may be there. He may leave. Look, we saw Johnny Blaze on Agents of Shield. He was there, but we never saw who he was when he doesn't when his head's not on fire. That's what I'm saying. So it could have been cameo. Nick Cage. That's you, it. You just he gotta get. But Nick we need Cage. to see Nick Cage's face, though. I, I, just I want watch the CGI abs. The CGI abs are all I want. Please, oh, Kevin great. Feige, you can do it. You have the power. Well, Other you know, shows. You know, the only way you can get Nicolas Cage to be in your movie these days. Ask is, him. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Just give him a script. He's like, okay. No. You, no, 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 you just ask. Just ask. Yeah, that's yeah. all it takes. What does he need a script for? That's true. Yeah. He doesn't care if it's good or bad. Yeah. Let's let's talk about my girl in the red fedora. Please. Agent Carter. Peggy Carter. Agent Carter was a wonderful show. Um, I started rewatching it when it was because I didn't expect it to be on Disney Plus. So it, when it was on there by surprise, I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> I got excited and watched a couple episodes. But it's just it's such a good show. It's such a fun show. It doesn't fe- it's it just feels right for that character. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, and, but we got robbed because we they there were t- there were loose ends at the end of season two that will never be answered. Well, it was originally supposed to be a limited series event, but it did well, so they brought it back. And I personally have this belief that if it's a limited series event, you don't bring it back. You limit the series, and it's it's great and is what it is. I think sometimes it's better to have something that's limited but really good than forcing another season or to bring it back and it's not as good. Because there's definitely, like you were talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., as much as you guys liked that show, which I only watched the sixth season, by the way. I know a lot of people that... What- <laughs> I just randomly we were, well, because no, we, we were, were doing talking Marvel about TV it. weekly at the time. I, it's, yeah. And we'll get to this. It's not a big secret. I'm not a huge fan of most network TV shows, especially when they try to do things that need a slightly bigger budget than they have. Um, so and and I and I'll see and I definitely judge things by trailers a lot. So like in humans, I didn't even watch because I saw the trailer and was like, mm, no, I'm good. Um, but Agents of Shield, how many? It's, we're on the seventh season, right? And yep. like you said, there's like. There's ups and downs. There's definitely like yeah, it's and, not always going to be good. Sometimes and, it's better to just get something and, awesome. And, and some of those back. downs, you might not think you'll ever find your way out of. <laughs> they do, but I, you're just not sure. How in the dare moment. you, sir? I even enjoy even How, as like I called out the framework on like a, this is absurd. I still enjoyed a lot of it. I enjoyed a lot of it. I enjoyed most of it. But the, <laughs> but there are just times where you're like, okay, can, can we just get Gemma back? Like why why is she off in this planet still? Like okay, enough. Uh, great. Let's just bring somebody back together. But anyway, yeah. uh, so that's that's my stance on that. Yeah, um, and I still have hope that like somehow with this like time travely insanity on Agents of Shield that we might that might be happening uh, next season that we might get some Agents of Carter like tie ups <laughs> to the it's, end of season two. It's adorable two. that you're holding on to that. Hope. <laughs> there, there. Well, the. There is a lot of hints that we are going to go to Agent Carter's time, and we might get some characters from that show involved. I see. see. Um, Some like leaks and photographic evidence is like, yeah, they're going to involve some people. Mm. Yeah, from that from Agent Carter, whether they involve Peggy or not is a different story, and whether they try to like tie up those like weird stories about like Peggy's brother. Who knows? <laughs> One of those leaks came from Ming-Na Wen's Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a fairly reliable source. Yeah. Um, but lots of lots of good stuff. Lots, yes. Like, lots of fun stuff. Uh, are there any other great things, great moments that you guys loved from Marvel television? Live action we've kind of covered, uh, I think. Uh, Live most action. Of the best I, stuff. It's you know? not really known, or just hasn't been like publicized heavily, like what they're, what's going to really happen with animation. I imagine kids' animation is going to stay more or less where it's been. Yeah, that's kind of what mm-hmm. I thought. I didn't yeah, even but, think about that. But they follow the Disney canceled. model, and they only do a few seasons of any of those shows anyway, yeah. because yeah. the Disney model is you never give anyone a raise. So you just do a new show, and it comes back. That's why there's 18 Marvel Spider-Man? Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly why you do it, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that whatever their plan was for whatever the next iteration of Spider-Man, you know, Marvel's Spider-Man, I think, is going to have its third season in the spring. They'll probably be like, okay, well, now it's like 
Spidey and Miles hanging out, you know, because I mean that's what this one is. It has it has multiple Spider people in it, so they'll probably just uh, figure out a way to yeah, Spider Verse, if you will. They're going to spin it a different way. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I Thank liked you. it. Um, I'm glad you did. That's I like that. that's why she's. I mean, look, it just made me want to strangle you. The limited series thing that's is true. is sort of what we're going to get going forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this is on the other side of the pond, but like. It's what Lindelof is doing right now with Watchmen, and it's part of why I think that show is being so successful. Because he's straight up been like, I don't have a plan for se- for a second season. This is a one-time thing. Or like, re- then he went back and was like, actually, i got a couple ideas, but he wasn't <laughs> planning on it. Right, like, right. He didn't plan it with like a season two in mind. He just like, it was like, I have an idea for one season of television for like, what is it, nine episodes? And those nine episodes, so far at least, there's one more to go, have been so good! I am on the edge of my seat every week. I can't wait to see Sometimes when you go back in, you know, you like, ah, let's do more of that thing that was good and everybody liked. Sometimes you end up with True Detective Season 2, but then you might also get True Detective Season 3. So, you know, Fargo is a better example. I think, you know, Fargo was kind of a limited series, and each time it's yeah. been a little bit different. Those have the advantage of just, like, doing completely new characters, Correct. which yeah. is sort of what Marvel Studios is doing with Disney+. Plus, Like, where you're getting... They're, they haven't talked about really if they're even considering doing season twos of any of these shows, but I have to imagine no. Uh, most of those characters are then tied up into the movie franchises, right. and so they're planning out what, where they're going to be in like four years based on that. Like whatever the next Avengers is, you have to assume it's going to involve Sam Wilson as Captain America, one way or the other. Uh, but does he keep the mustache? That's the real important question. We can only hope. I hope. I mean, come on. Uh, but so, and we are going to talk about the uh, the Disney Plus news in a little bit. But we do want to talk about the other side of this oh. equation. I, I will say oh. before we get into the the less great, um, there are some that I think are in the middle. That's fair. Yeah, and I think they should be acknowledged so that we don't forget about them. That's what are some point. of the ones that you feel are in the middle? I feel that both Cloak and Dagger and Runaways are in the middle because I think that they were. Z is holding. Literally, yeah. I saw. I saw you <laughs> physically hold your tongue. I I just I think that they were not for us. Yeah. And, and that's what I've said. Well, the the and, soundtrack yeah. definitely was not for anyone at this table. The I, music could easily oh, be removed from both of those series. Yeah. I, I think uh, I, I personally had issues with the way that Cloak and Dagger was shot in that no one seems to understand you can put a camera on a tripod. You don't have to hold it. Um, <laughs> the whole thing shakes. And not it, in New Orleans. <laughs> apparently. Um, they don't have tripods there. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that it was it just wasn't for us. And I think that the people that it was for really loved it. And it should be appreciated because it wasn't, there's been worse. Well, what I'll say about both of those shows, and Zia disagrees, I think that they were both good, but neither of them were great. There were great moments, I think, in both seasons of both shows. And I know we're about to get a third season of Runaways. I think that there were things I liked very much throughout both of those seasons of both shows. But on the whole, it was like, oh, they kind of missed the mark a little bit. But Mm -hmm. again... It's, you know, one of them's on Freeform. So what else on Freeform are they making for me? Well, yeah, that's what I said. Like, I the, the problems that I had with the show um, were a lot of it was the fact that they tried to make it very dark and edgy and it just did not land. For me, I was like, this is ridiculous. Well, let's remember your exact words on Marvel TV Weekly. I'm too that old you're for the show. You're too old for it. And I, that I, I'm 12 like years saying, older than I'm you. Not... I'm too old for this show. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, for, there's, I still, so on Disney Plus, I've been watching Gargoyles, which is one of my favorite things in the whole world. And I'm still watching it now and I'm like, this is amazing. So there are things that are meant for kids that I think that can work. But just that show is just, like Yale said, it's not, it's not for, it wasn't for me. That's sort of the beauty of the gamut of Marvel television. Like the Marvel movies, more or less, look, they all hit different pockets and they have different other pieces of demographics that come in. They're all aiming at the same general group of people, Mm -hmm. like same tone. Marvel television has been beautifully all over the map. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that Runaways, um, no, sorry, uh, Cloak and Dagger did very well in the, both of them did very well in the, like, teen drama part of it. That's, yeah. That's what they were doing. I think that uh, season two of Runaway specifically, the story built to a climax in the middle of uh, the, not in the middle of the show, but it felt like we were running out of steam and then the rest of it was just teen drama. And I think that when you're doing a yeah. superhero show, yeah. you're missing that. 
you're missing the superhero aspect. So, uh, I, but I think also with Cloak and Dagger, the dealing with issues like um, trafficking women in a way that is accessible to people who may not be aware of things, who doesn't watch 21 seasons of Law and Order Special <laughs> Unit. Um, you know, it, it was addressed in a way and brought to light and discussed in a way that I think made sense for that audience. That's a good point. But not necessarily for us. Right. right. Well, because as an adult, you're like, I'm very aware of these things that are happening. Right. No, back, <laughs> We've to, seen taken. back to Runaways, a perfect example is you're like, you know, you're on the run from, you know, this uh, elite team of killers who happen to be your, your parents. parents. There's also aliens in the mix. And you know what we need to do? Let's have a quinceanera. Like, what? <laughs> no! You don't have time for a quinceanera. Also, I know we're running for our lives, but we're going to need to stop and make out. The time calls no, for no. it. Okay, now that's fair. That's I it. got no problem with that. <laughs> that's like the most teenager thing yeah. that you could that's, do. That's the best time to make out when you're on the run. It's all those emotions. All yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are, you know, you're left in the car because you're the lookout and the getaway driver. Yep. But now's the time to talk about your feelings. Yep. Definitely the time to talk about not feelings. not to keep aware of what's going on around you. Right, yep. you're like I have a very deep thing that I want to talk to you about. I'm not going to go see a therapist. I'm going to talk to you instead. Right, <laughs> and look, and look, we got to mention this. We didn't even say, talk about like Luke Cage. Like Luke Cage, look, had some misses and had, but like even within the same seasons, had like amazing stuff mm-hmm. and then like lackluster pieces yeah. as well. well uh, I thought season two was a lot stronger than season that, one, but that's a sh- great transition to the stuff we didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because there is some stuff in there that like. Look, Diamondback kind of hits on the worst list, well, like at least in terms so of like villains. So for me, Luke Cage, whatever the first like eight episodes are with Cottonmouth, mm-hmm. were great. And it was so mm-hmm. perfect. Oh, yeah. And then he dies, and you're like, I don't know, this isn't good. <laughs> like, not even kind of a little. I didn't really like the rest of that first season. I thought the second season started out all right. I loved him. I always loved him. I loved mm-hmm. everybody in the cast. Even Mariah, who, uh, you know. She was a great cl- villain. Yeah. She, she yeah. did a really good job yeah. of making there, you really hate her. There's never been a scene that she couldn't overact in. So yeah. I felt like there was a lot of great stuff in both seasons. But I thought both of those seasons were too long and would have been well served by being ten, ten, ten episodes. episodes. Yeah. That's why my list will not include season two of Iron Fist because it was ten episodes and they were like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, that's right. And I had that crazy ending that we'll never know what happened. <laughs> we'll, ne- but, we'll never get yeah. I know. And yeah. the, the funny thing about Iron Fist is I know it's low on the list and I know you liked it and we yeah. talked about this before and I did the after show but I went into it expecting so much worse than it was because people were crapping on it so much and I watched it and I was like, oh, I actually liked this. Like, I actually enjoyed That's watching hilarious. it. Yeah, because I, I was I, expecting yeah. terrible. The problem with it was, like, it wasn't, it was, season two was better than season one. It was. I, I, agree. Agree. I absolutely agree. I with agree. That. Yeah. Um, I, like, look, they gave it, him at least, like, some time to, like, learn what he was doing, depending on the conflicting reports of, like, how he, the prep went for season one. Right. Um, he actually had time to train. If you, if you believe what you hear, yeah, he was, he was the last three one weeks, hired, right? and he had three weeks to get ready to <laughs> yeah. learn and how, if to that's be, true, how to be a master of kung fu. Like, Not the master of kung fu, but a master of kung fu. Yeah. But all that stuff aside, the show, <laughs> the show is still the show. Whatever. Right. Whoever's decisions, whoever's fault sure, doesn't matter absolutely. the show is the show um, but the fact that they ended on this damn Orson Rand cliffhanger oh, that we'll no. never get answers to is infuriating and the fact that all the other series went away and like at first I'm like well you know Colleen will still show yeah, I was up say, obviously Colleen was a highlight that, that, I, what I really wanted to see was more of Colleen show. and uh, nope we're, we're not going to get that either well so. it's almost, it almost unfortunate because like they the, because of where Luke Cage and Iron Fist both ended with such like cliffhangers yes. and putting yeah. their characters into positions <laughs> that they're not used to being in yeah. which is great for ongoing television but terrible if you're hoping to get to pick up with those characters later on yeah. and maintain any continuity. Uh, so let me go on the record, and I'm going to say that for me, the low of Marvel television, and we're talking about all of it, is uh, something that uh, we talked about right beforehand, was The Gifted. It didn't work on any level. They had some amazing characters. Uh, God, love, God love Thunderbird for finally getting a chance to be a real character and not killed after three issues. I uh, could just watch it just for... 
Well, because you know, they always had his shirt off. I get it. Uh, you I, should watch more Freeform. <laughs> He's been in a lot. Uh, Has he really? But it, it was just like you know, it didn't have, it didn't handle the the teen drama aspect as well as as Freeform or Hulu did on the other shows we mentioned. And they didn't have superhero money for the budget, and so it really showed. There were a couple of characters who I liked, and of course, the most interesting thing is the way season two ends. And it's like, oh yeah, but you're never actually going to see that, so don't don't worry about it. Uh, I thought that the uh, all across the board, the writing, the acting, uh, just the majority, it it just didn't work. It fell flat on every level, and yeah. there there's like forty episodes of it or something. Yeah, in humans, there's only eight. So you can't point to it as as being a bigger colossal waste of my time. Yeah, but wow. what? But because <laughs> it has a teleporting oh dog, which I love. Wow. Yeah, but it also like that's the thing. Inhumans for me is, and I, granted, I didn't even watch The Gifted. Uh, similar to Z, I watched trailers and I was like, eh. And yeah. I just did. I, I, and look, I mean, look, I love Polaris. That was that, that, that they had I, me in. At let Polaris. me know when it's yeah. my turn. I know. I need to. I need to hear what y'all have to say. Go on. I mean, that's that's let's get the yeah. gifted out of the way, and then I can do an Inhumans rant right. afterwards. The gifted. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, X Men fans are. We get given such trash that we will hold on to everything. I believe I mentioned one of the trash movies a little bit earlier in this episode. We. Uh, it was fantastic. We got it, and I loved it. So. The Gifted, I was so excited. I've been waiting for an X-Men show for sure. years since the animated series. Of course. Quality. Um, mm-hmm. And then Evolution. Anyway, um, so I wanted to love it so bad. <laughs> and it just, the story from day one to the second season finale did not move. We did not move. The story was the same. The entire two seasons, there was no progress. Well, Andy went emo, and then his hair was, was oh, white. God, so remember that? that kid. So that was like a, that was growth. The, the Morlocks, there was no progress. I, true. The, the Morlocks at least gave me something to look thing at. That I was yes. Like, oh, cool. And then they they were not useful. It was yeah. it was. I we're, I'm used to disappointment with the X Men, but I did not expect it. Especially because the way season two started, I went, ooh, this is going to be fascinating. I love where we're going here, and we're going to try that, and we're going to, you know, discover what's going on with the baby. And then, nope, a baby exists. Just like she was pregnant, and that was a thing. The baby exists. That's it. They're there. Um, And it didn't go anywhere. (laughs) The chat's divided on the gifted, by the way. Uh, I, it had I, its fans. I, we had people who would be uh, irate. A couple people TV like weekly. I like the gifted. I like the I liked gifted. Uh, Gamer girl, the gifted was down there for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's down there. But I saw every episode. <laughs> I did too. I was every episode. I religiously watched. I kept it. hoping that the next He's episode would be the good better. one. Every promo, I was like, "Oh, great! We're finally gonna." Nope, we're not. We're not moving. We have not progressed. The thing is, in humans, yes. Did you watch all eight of them, Zach? No, I did not. I couldn't. I, get, I, I'm the only one at this table, I bet, who watched all eight of them. Correct. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'll let everyone else speak first. My biggest, the thing that, that just Jay. infuriated me about the Inhumans was it all came, to me, it really, like, look, there are missteps. Like, it could have been fine. The reason that I couldn't get past episode two was what they did to Medusa. She is such a great character. You mean that they cut her hair? That they... She's so expensive. They cut her hair? They had to cut her hair. Because it was bad. Because it looked terrible. Oh, no. And that's super expensive, that effect. Yeah, but, like, you... (laughs) Maybe don't do that But they also took her away from the throne. I just, like, they they took that character and were like, oh, all the things (laughs) that, like, make this character, like, interesting and, like, you want to watch... Or she's over here in Hawaii now. The premise premise of, like, let's put them on Earth where they're all less interesting was not a good starting point. Point. It was a budgetary concern. You know? Oh, of course. I mean, look, yeah. that's when you get down to it. There are two, like, a couple shows that we've talked about have one thing in common, and that's being show run by Scott Buck, who is known in the industry for being very good at bringing a show in under budget. But that doesn't always, which I'm, which I'm sure, very much appeals to Ike Perlmutter, who is who's very well known for being extremely penny-pinching when it comes to you... how he runs Marvel. No. Just to be fair, I know we're all talking about it like we we know all these things. 
they run multi-million dollars. They have budgets. They have things to. That's their job. They do, but it's we, true that you're right. <laughs> we just need but, to nods like. But there's a thing. There's, he has a budget. He has to work within it. But bringing in a story, bringing in a show under budget while not doing making it good. Right. It, there's like you could bring it in under budget and it, but it, it still has to be good. No, no, for sure. I just, I just think it should be like acknowledged that their shows have budgets. But I feel like <laughs> some shows. You have to maybe decide whether or not that budget's going to be able to make that show. Being oh, like, you yeah, know yeah. what, maybe we shouldn't make this show because we don't have well, the budget for that it. That show <laughs> being for ABC <laughs> certainly yes. didn't help. You know, I don't know how much yeah. better it would have been if it were for a streaming service or something. But like, uh, if it were, for, if it were, say, now they were approaching the Inhumans and doing it for Disney Plus, they'd spend some money on it. Maybe she'd have her hair. Maybe they'd spend at least a little time on the moon. It, Maybe Lockjaw wouldn't sleep for half the, se- the series. Is it because Look, they didn't want to pay to have him teleport? Yeah, because They're he really teleports and it's really expensive each time he teleports. So I'm saying, guys, they just needed a bigger budget. <laughs> I mean, it would have helped. It definitely would have helped. Look, I'll give, him, I'll give him the character design on Lockjaw worked. Uh, <laughs> he looked exactly the way I wanted him. Yeah, so. it looked yeah. that that part looked great. It was just the rest of the show. Both he looked exactly the way I wanted him to look. Who did? Black. Oh, Black Bolt? Is that? Yeah, yeah that's, that's Anson Mount. Yeah. Okay. That's Captain Pike from Star Trek Discovery. Right. He yeah. looks exactly how I wanted him to look. Isn't humans <laughs> still floating around somewhere out there? It's, the on Disney Plus. it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. It is oh, on Disney Plus. They, yeah, they put it on Disney Plus because they, they did they not know it. Yeah. <laughs> ah. But I've been looking through Disney Plus. That's how I found Gargoyles. I was so excited. It's in they the, want it's you in to the... find Gargoyles. They don't want you to find humans. It's in the Marvel <laughs> yeah. section. You just, if you scroll through series, it'll oh, okay. it'll yeah. be there. It, I, trust me, it's there. <laughs> you um, can also watch X Men the animated series, oh, X Men Evolution, and Wolverine and the X Men. I've started. I'm on season four of X Men the animated series. I mean, I watched it when I was a kid, but right. like rewatching, oh yes, yes. And look, there are rumors that Inhumans could make a comeback. Um, not, not, <laughs> not, but, the... but not those in, not like that show, <laughs> right. but the characters. Because look, you have an, an Inhuman character leading a show with Miss Marvel, right. which <clears throat> I'm going to use as a transition point Ooh, right. because we're running out of time, and I want to make sure we talk about CCXP, mm-hmm. uh, where Kevin Feige was talking about a lot about Disney Plus. This this weekend, um, huge convention down in it's Brazil, right? Brazil. Sao Paulo, Brazil, Sao Paulo, yes. uh, and so Kevin Feige took stage and was showing off some uh, uh, some stuff from these shows. The 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 non picture news uh, apparently even She Hulk, so She Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight are expected to wrap production by the end of next year. Right. That's awesome. They are moving so fast on those shows and I am so jealous that anyone who gets to work on She-Hulk, but that's beside the point. Um, (laughs) Do you worry that they're moving too fast on those shows? Maybe they should take their time? Uh, I don't think so because these are six to eight episode shows and there's not, other than Kevin Feige, there's not a lot of crossover in terms of personnel. So it's not like you're stretching a, a small team of creatives too thin. You've just... They hired a ton of creative people mm. to run each of these shows, so they like they they're apparently moving at a quick clip on these. Uh, so we'll we'll know sooner than later what's going to happen with these. Um, we got our first photos though. Yeah. Um, let's take a look. I want to know what you guys think because let's start with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, there's not a lot in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier photos. To talk right, I'm just going to jump in on this. Yeah, you can't prove to me that that's uh, in front of the camera and that's not just them on set hanging out <laughs> waiting. Yeah, that's exactly there's, what that's no, like. I'm not convinced at all that that's actually from the show. That's just them about to. Yeah, you know, it's like Sam's. You know, uh, Anthony Mackie's like checking his cell phone. It's like, yeah, okay, action. Okay, now we'll go into the set, which looks really cool. Yeah, there's the, nothing and about the, that, the that. other one. Looks like yeah. it's that. This is like more of a production yeah. still. But like, yeah, so was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, none. They're not in costume. They're just like being dudes. <laughs> yeah, but didn't we? Haven't we talked about how much we'd love it if this was kind of a buddy cop yes. show? Yeah. Like that would be kind of amazing. And if that sort of looks like what this is, that, but I mean, yeah. you can't really tell much from a picture. The fact that these are the images that they're putting out suggests to me that that's what this is. This is straight up like lethal weapon. The the Marvel <laughs> yeah. show. Uh, is it? Is it? It's not supposed to be a procedural, right? Well, 
No, I, I don't so. think it's going to be like a procedural, and like they're solving a crime, like they're hunting somebody down right, every like they're week, doing a thing a week. But it is episodic, kind of, kind in at amazing. least in to a certain extent. Like, right? Uh, yeah. I expect it'll be serialized. Yeah, no, they haven't both taken jobs with the uh, CSI crime lab in Las Vegas. But okay, uh, if this, it did, this really like these pictures are them. Yeah, it's, <laughs> guys, they're solving a crime. They're yeah. just traveling around. Is, is there a guy like putting away uh, a shipment over there while answering their questions? Right. Yeah, he doesn't stop what he's doing to talk to them. The only thing that I think of now, whenever it's ruined it for me, is whenever um, I look at Bucky, that actor. The name is Sebastian. Sebastian Stan. Stan. Thank you, Sebastian Stan. Is I watch this thing of where they read mean tweets about themselves mm-hmm. on. I think it's Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. yep. And he read one that's like, I don't understand why everyone thinks Sebastian Stan is so good looking. He looks like a potato. And I friggin' lost it. And now every time, because I always thought he was good looking. Now every time I look at a picture, a I remember like, there's a He's potato. He's a brooding, handsome potato. A brooding, handsome yeah. potato. With a, with a cool uh, cool robot arm. I'd order that, cool I'd order that side of potatoes, is all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was a really good one. Okay. Um, but like, I, I will oh, say. I, I love. I will say, so hold on, hold on. Hold on, I, hold on, I had another joke. <laughs> Oh, this is going oh, to be worth it. This. Let's yeah. all listen while Zach goes back in. Go yeah, we got time for this. The other photo, Ryan. <laughs> it's in a hallway, you guys. Oh. Will the tradition continue? A hallway scene. <laughs> I would like that. Will I there be really a fight like that. in that hallway? He's going to fight with Charlie Cox. <laughs> that would be amazing. Not as Daredevil. Just as oh, Charlie, as Charlie Cox. Cox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want that too. Uh, all right, but now we can move now, on. Now this is the picture I was excited for. Yes. Um, yes. This, this one has a lot more to say in it. This is, it's very much the same as the poster that they put out mm-hmm. a couple of months ago, but WandaVision, we get this first look at it, look at this black and white freaking I Love Lucy Dick Van Dyke uh, yeah, show. Yeah, it's a very Dick Van Dyke feel, yeah. Like This is going to be awesome. This is I, insane. I, what are they doing? I hope at the start of the episode, Vision phases through the ottoman instead of tripping over it. That's what I want to see. And she's just like, oh, got to fix that. She like, doesn't even yeah, think about exactly. it. Her brain is so like... Well, this- those of you who are just listening to us, basically what they've put out is it's a photo of... Uh, Vision and the Scarlet Witch sitting on the on a couch in a very much sitcom living room, all in black and white, all dressed like it's the fifties. But this is going to be set in twenty twenty. And by the way, if any of you watching right now on YouTube see this and are inspired to do your personal holiday card as a as a recreation <laughs> of this, we will show it on the show. So basically, I want somebody to do it because I've already done mine. It's got my kids in it. So <laughs> I don't have any kids. I could somebody do it. draw us into a sitcom. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, that's the fan art I want to see. Um, but it. This is like this is more this is like is more evidence of like everything that we've heard about this show that's yeah. going to yeah. play with reality in a big way and that they're going to be putting her into this weird sitcom world that she's going to I assume create. Well, that's for what herself. I'm assuming and I'm assuming that that's a great way to bring in House of M. God damn well, it. <laughs> um, getting a little carried away again. Well, I would like it very much if well, I do that. Well, this, this, there is like something interesting. that The reason I say that this wasn't just Wanda and the Vision sitting on the couch, but Scarlet Witch and the Vision, is that apparently when this show drops, we are finally going to really name her as the Scarlet Witch. Yay! It, or at least that's what Feige has said about it, is that this is when she really becomes the Scarlet Witch. This is exciting. I'm, I think this, this is the one that I'm the most excited about. That because it also goes into Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness, which I'm super pumped about yeah. watching. I just, oh, I actually I agree with you. Z. Even even with all the other stuff, like look, I love She Hulk and I'm excited for that show. But Wand, but the fact that they're taking like absurd an absurd swing mm-hmm. like this, like this is creatively ballsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, it's Marvel. You could do the safe thing and just have them in a cute relationship where people are trying to kill them constantly. Right. But instead, you're going to do a trippy show where Wanda creates, like, a fake life for herself. And, and you bring in... Who Who do they get to play her neighbor that I love? I forget her oh, name. Oh, she's, um, uh, she's an actress. Uh, Mrs. Catherine Hahn? Is that... Yes. 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 I love her. She's so uh, funny. As the nosy neighbor. Yeah. What is this show? <laughs> I know. And there were rumors, and granted, these are just rumors, so 100% take it with a grain of salt, but that some of this would be filmed in front of a live audience, which I just love <laughs> that idea. I love the idea. I, do, I 
only because of spoiler reasons and like having to keeping all this so tight knit. I doubt it's real. Yeah, that, but, I can see that. But, but I mean, laugh I track, see using a laugh track, for laugh sure. track yeah. for sure. But it could be. I mean, if it's just the parts that are sitcommy, I think I think it could be done with a live audience because that's not spoil. It like it's true. It yeah. wouldn't have anything to do with the larger plot, and so right, you're right. It's yeah. just it like a funny thing of like, oh, this is a weird, quirky thing that we're going to throw into this show. Maybe right. I would more expected to be faked for that but the look of a live audience or maybe they bring in like internal people sure. to like give you that feel of yeah. like the yeah. laughter when, when that story room. was going around we talked about it I think it was mm-hmm. one of the weeks that Zach wasn't here but uh, I mentioned that there's believe me it's connected I went to a taping of the, the show uh, the show Scrubs yeah. they had a fantasy uh, sequence in an episode where Zach Braff's character imagines his life as a sitcom and so we were a studio audience for that part but not for the rest of it. Like, we didn't know anything else that was going on. So you could very well do it. And, uh, you know, I think it would be uh, it would be fun. And then, uh, yeah, we would get spoilers that maybe aren't particularly spoilery. But right. uh, we would definitely certainly hear from people who went. I think also you can hire... Uh, there are people who get paid to be audiences. So you can yes. hire them, make them sign an NDA. Yeah. That's true. Do you want yeah. to keep your $60? Then you don't get to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. $60 in pizza. Oof. Cold, bad pizza. But that sounds still pizza. Fun. And an NDA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got we've got WandaVision coming up. We've got Falcon and the Soldier. So real quick, just like extra tidbits on feature stuff that dropped. They showed some footage to... The crowd about the Eternals apparently it wasn't like too exciting. It was more of like we saw Richard Madden uh, and Gemma Chan, and cool. it looks like they're going to get romantic. Shocker! Uh, but uh, some of them were in costume. Was the description I read? Some of them were in costume. Yeah. Not nothing, but we've seen the costumes right. before yeah, to this point. Um, so we, and we don't have time to really get into that. But Kevin Feige did tease potentially they might uh, at least mention Thanos is Thanos's involvement. You know, oh, this, since Thanos technically is an Eternal uh, oh. in the books. Uh, yeah, isn't his brother one of the Eternals also? Yes. Yeah. Like, Thanos comes from the same people as right. the Eternals. So, technically, you could, if you go back, like, do his origin story mm-hmm. along really with the Eternals. Um, since they're there, and uh, this is the other thing he dropped, that they are aware of the Avengers. But the Avengers are not aware of them. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, not yet. Okay. Oh. Oh, I like this. This is making me more excited for the Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, they're this, real. like, super secret, like, pantheon of gods who have just been, like, living on Earth, like, for thousands and thousands of years. So they've lived through human history. I expect that's the opening of the movie. Mm. I hope is, so. Is, like, here's, like, six different points in history. Like, here's so, them at the birth of Jesus. And so it's going to be them. like... It's gonna they be were like, the wise men. It's going to be like Forrest Gump. You're going to get to see, mm. see them meet presidents and in the, the first restroom. For the first, like, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're going to set that up and somebody... Something tragic's going to happen, like, the beginning of Up, and then you're going to care about these characters. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is going to die. Yeah, Star like, Fox oh. is going to die. That's why we don't see him on any of the, uh, any of the posters. He, never mind. I was going to make a terrible joke. Anyway, oh. go on. <laughs> I don't want to hear it now. It, no, it was just he, he slept with the wrong person and got a bad disease. Because isn't Star Fox the yes, one that just screws around with sure everyone? Does. And I'm so glad you went back in. Uh, I think uh, Ryan Sorry, in the booth is going to have a heart attack if yeah. we don't start to rap. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on Marvel Movie News. I have been Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. Yell Teagle, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me geek out about X Men. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. I'm also on AfterBuzz TV on Sundays talking about Law and Order Special Victims Unit, the greatest show of all time. So find me there. Uh, that's all I have to plug. <laughs> I'm Zia Anderson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. That is XIA underscore land. And you can find Christian and myself tomorrow on Fridays with also our Mr. Rylo Ren in the booth for the Mandalorian after show at noon. So if you're in watching that, it's amazing. And on AfterBuzz TV. Yes, on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, instead of plugging myself, Pocket Rocket Raccoon says the gifted is the gift that keeps on taking. <laughs> I wanted to make sure to get that in there. Yes. I'm Christian Black. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Uh, all right, guys. This has been Marvel Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.